Welcome to the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. This is your host, Dr. B, your lifestyle engineer. In this podcast, we help you escape the rat race and find purpose-led, meaningful work. We help you design systems that make it easy for you to succeed. We give you tools and strategies to build your productivity, to free your time and attention for the things that matter most. Live by design, not by default. Let's get it. Hello, 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 friends, and welcome back to another episode. It's me, Dr. B, ready to continue talking about how to use A3 thinking in our lives and careers. Today, I want to follow up on what we've been talking about before. We looked at defining your current state, developing your ideal future state, and now we're going to talk about how to get from your current state to your future state. In A3 thinking and lean manufacturing, what we start with to get between the current state and the future state is we try to figure out the root cause of the issue and then identify a set of countermeasures is the term that we use. What countermeasures can we put in place to address the root cause of the issues that we found? Because A3 thinking is a problem solving tool. So before you can solve the problem, you have to know exactly what the cause is. And you have to find the root cause, not just the surface level cause. Because what you think is the initial cause is often much more deeper for the root cause. There's a surface level, what you see, but you have to dig deeper to find what is the actual root of the problem. Now, in, in real life, outside of the factory and outside of those types of processes, you can still apply the same kind of thinking. It's not so much a problem that you have. You're trying to get from a current state where you are now to your ideal future state. It's not so much a problem as it is more of an opportunity, really. You know where you are now, you have a vision for where you want to be, and you need to figure out what do I need to do to get there. It's like a gap analysis, right? There's a certain gap between where you are and where you want to be, and you have to try to find a way to bridge that gap. In applying A3 thinking, we won't define it as a problem, but an opportunity, and we won't be looking for a root cause, but I would call it root enablers because it's not a problem per se, it's an opportunity. So what can enable you to actually take advantage and reach that ideal future state? So think about it this way. In A3 thinking, we normally use some tools like uh, a five whys, right? Or Ishikawa diagram. And the way it works is you look at the root cause and you ask the first level question. Why did this happen? Or what caused this first level issue to happen? And then you say, but why did this first level issue happen? What caused the first level issue? And then you go backwards. What caused the second level issue? Until you could figure out the primary cause of the, the situation that you found yourself in. So because we're not defining this as a problem, but more as an opportunity, the question is, what is going to enable me to get this this particular lifestyle, right? So it's like the five whys, but backwards. So for example, you might think, well, I want to do something with my hands. I enjoy woodworking. Right now I'm in a, I don't know, accounts payable clerk at a big company and I don't really like it. I love working with my hands. I love woodworking. I love building things. A part of your ideal future state is your income comes from things that you make with your hands, with your woodworking, some kind of woodworking business. So the question is, what would enable you to actually be able to build a life from the woodworking? And so you work backwards. Okay, well, for you to build a lifestyle with that, it means you have to have enough income to support that lifestyle. 
And I like to think of it in three key resources. One is money, of course, you have to have income. Two is time. A lot of the reasons people don't pursue their hobbies or things that they really like because they have a full-time job and they just don't have the time, at least we think we don't. And three is energy. So these are what I would think are three foundational resources, time, money, and energy. Because a lot of times what we do is we leave things until we retire. We might have the time, we might have the money, but we don't have the energy anymore. So energy is another important facet that we often forget. So don't put it off until you're retired. You might have the time, maybe some money, but you might not have the energy to really enjoy it. So start planning now for that future state. So the question is now, if you want to start a stay woodworking business to support that lifestyle, you go, you make things with your hands and you take the rest of the day off, you enjoy the things that you want to do, you live where you want to live. But first question is in terms of money, what, what does it take? And it's a very fair question and you have to dig deeper than the surface level. What will it really take to be able to build an income that you can use to support your lifestyle? One of the things I talked about in a previous podcast was the idea of Gemba. Don't just assume. You have to go out and see. Go to where the process is happening and actually figure it out and, and experience it. So if you want to figure out, can I make this work? How much would you actually need? And you have to go a little deeper than just, okay, well, how much salary do I get and try to match your salary? Because one of the interesting things in business is that there's actually a lot more things that you can do in business, even tax-wise. Taxes are more beneficial to business owners than they are to people who earn income through through trading their time for money. So if you're on a W-2 in the United States, it's called a W-2. In yeah, Canada, it's like a T-4 or something like that. But if you're on a W-2, they take a big chunk of taxes out. But if you're a business, there's actually a lot of expenses you can you can write off. There's depreciation in some cases. There's a lot of other things you may not even realize are beneficial if you actually have a business. So the amount of income you may need may not necessarily be the same level of income you need from a job because you're able to keep more of it and actually use more of it. So that's why I say you need to go and talk to people. You need to get an accountant or an accountant friend to give you some some advice. You need to actually put it down on paper. What would that look like? How much do I really need to survive? How much does my family need to survive? If there are two of you working, maybe some you know you could take a, a year or so to see if you can make this work and do it on one income and you know actually try again and do the experience and can you do this on the side maybe you don't give up your day job but maybe you figure out how to do it on the side so you can test so an important element of a3 thinking is hypothesizing and experimentation so you don't just assume anything you create a hypothesis something you believe to be true and you go out and experiment to see if this is really true so you may try to live on one salary for a while so just take the other salary and put it away in a different account and just leave it there and try to manage all of your expenses on one salary for a period of time and then try to build a business on the side and see what does it take how much can i sell how much can i sell things for where can I sell them? So you might start at a farmer's market or something small where you could just put up your stuff. It's not a lot of cost involved, maybe a folding table and some chairs, right? And you attempt to sell and you get feedback from customers. Is the price right? Would they pay more? Would they pay less? What kinds of things are people looking for? There's YouTube videos, TikTok videos of people building all sorts of things. And I see people commenting like, I want one. Why can't I buy one? You know, there's money to be made out there if you give people things that they're looking for. So in sum, to get to your ideal state, you need to figure out what that gap is 
and what kind of countermeasures you can put in to take care of that gap. And one of them is to look at it as an opportunity and figure out what are the key enablers that will get you to that final vision of your future state. So you have to look at it in terms of time, in terms of money, and in terms of energy, and what is it that you need. And look at it like the five whys. Find the first enabler. Well, I need income to be able to have that lifestyle. So what do you need to do to get that income? Well, I need to build my woodworking business up to the level where it can sustain and give me X income. Well, how much is it? How can you get to that level? I would need to be able to sell this many pieces at an average price of this to be able to sustain that lifestyle. Well, what would you need to do to be able to, to sell pieces at that level and that number for that price? Because that's when you start talking about time and energy. You may be able to get the money, but what is it going to take? Is it going to be more than a full-time job, right? And are you prepared for that? So this is just one example of how you could use the A3 thinking to build that lifestyle that you have in your future state. And this is just one example. So you could break it down into where you want to live, right? What, what kind of work do you want to do? And break it down and figure out what are the key enablers and what do I need to do to get each level of key enabler? So you, you want to maybe live a certain place, right? How, what would enable you to do that? Maybe the jobs aren't where you might want to live, but now there's so many more remote options. Can you get a remote role? Can you ask your boss to let you work remotely full-time? I mean, it's a pandemic. Lots of people went remote, all right? And if you want more ideas about that, read the 5-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. It has, it's dated, but it has a lot of good ideas about how to build that lifestyle where you can enjoy the more time freedom, right? So maybe you take a remote role or ask to be switched to remote so that you maybe be able to move to a different place that will give you more of the lifestyle that you want, right? So there's examples of ways that you can you can do that. So I want to encourage you, right? The future is not as far off as you think. Find your future state, develop that big, big bold vision of where you want to be, and then figure out what is going to get you there, the key enablers. And in another episode, we'll talk about how to build a, a strong implementation plan to guarantee that you're able to do those things, right? So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it's been useful for you and I'll see you next time. Hello friends, just one more thing before you go. Are you ready to tap into your inner genius? Then get on my calendar for a 30 minute strategy session. Let's connect to your purpose and find meaningful work, whether that could be in a corporate career, in your own business, whatever it may be. Let's chat. Callwithdrb.com, callwithdrb.com. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. If you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I'll see you next time.